Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about top of the mountain sex. To me, top of the mountain sex is when my partner and me come at the same time. But that rarely happens. And it rarely happens because there's an orgasm gap. We all know it. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys. But I have the solution to that problem. And it's my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray, which also now comes in a wipe. Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy that wants to last a little bit longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it doesn't transfer to your partner and it's not going to totally numb you out. And for your partner, Promescent has all kinds of products for them too. I use their warming gel. That's my personal fave. I also use their supplement, Vitaflux. It's for both men and women, and it's going to make you hornier. They also sell lube and condoms. They have everything you need for a really fun, hot night of SEX. And today, just for listening to this show, I'm going to give you 15% off your first order. That's 15% off your first order. All you need to do is go to delayspray.com and use my coupon code strictly anon15. That's strictly anon15. Use it at delayspray.com for 15% off your first order or just go in the description, click on the link and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks Promescent for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you can, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where people call in mostly not for advice. The guy today though wanted advice, but um, you know, people call in, share their secret lives, their naughty lives while remaining totally anonymous. If you want to be on the show and you have a great story you want to tell, Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to just leave your confession on my confession hotline, you can do that all at, you could call anytime. The number is 347-420-3579. What else? If you are listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my channel and make sure to comment. You're going to want to comment. And I want people to comment on this one because today I have on a guy named Mark. Now, Mark, you know, is in a marriage. He's been with his wife for eight years and they have a, he says they have a pretty vanilla sex life and he wants her to, you know, do more because he has been in the lifestyle and continues to be in the lifestyle behind her back for the whole eight years. He did a lot of stuff with his ex-wife. We talk about that. Um, But there's stories in this episode that I've never heard before. Stuff that he set up with his wife, like a massage. I mean, that he set up with his wife that she's done and the stuff that he set up on Reddit with guys. I mean, 
I'm not going to get too into it because you'll have to listen to the episode to hear them. Uh, so, I, you know, I wouldn't consider their relationship so vanilla, but I would consider what he does behind her back the opposite of vanilla. I mean, this guy does gangbangs, he swaps, he meets up with couples, he goes to swinger parties, uh, you know, and what he's looking for right now is to get her into doing all that with him. Now, I think there's a good chance that he can get her into that. Uh, that's what I want you guys to comment after you listen to this whole episode. Give Mark some advice. If you don't, if you're not on YouTube, that's where you could go uh, to comment on the episodes. Go there because he'll be reading them. Um, but this story is fascinating. Like I said, I've heard some stories on here that I never heard before. He talks about all. I mean, this guy's been to like 40 or 30 or 40 gangbangs. This is like he like he's been on FetLife, the stuff that he does on Reddit. Uh, it's all fascinating, like I said, because that's like done on the DL. But the stuff that he did with her and the stuff that went down with his ex-wife is not on the DL is super interesting, too. So I'm just going to get right to it and be back on with Mark. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so listen, Mark, what I know of you, the only thing I know is it's a, it sounds like a very typical problem is, you know, you're married. You're not happy with your sex life and that it's like very vanilla. I don't know, would that be the right word? And so what you do and are, have been doing is like living out your fantasies and things that you want to do behind your wife's back. Is that correct? Are you cheating? Is that what you're doing? Like as far as living out your fantasies and what are those fantasies? In a, <laughs> in a, nut, in a nutshell. Yeah. I guess you could say I'm cheating. You know, um, I have a pretty wide and open imagination when it comes to sex. Um, I have done probably everything that you can think of. Um, but I have tried slowly to open her up and kind of just try new things with her. And slowly I haven't been able to reach that. And I'm trying to do it without scaring her away at the same time. We, we've been together for a while and I'm trying to just take baby steps into it. Sometimes I feel I'm getting you know, a couple steps forward and then I jump 10 steps backwards. So I have been acting out these fantasies and what really gets me going with other females. Behind her back. How long have you been with your, it's your wife, right? How long have you been with your wife? I've been with her for eight years. Okay. And so now did you go into this like, I mean, has the sex always been sort of the same and now just recently you've been pulling out your freak flag and saying, hey, let's try this and try that. I mean, has it taken you eight years to kind of start to try and push her into the direction? I mean, what were you, have you been cheating for the whole eight years? No, I have not been cheating the whole eight years. Um, sex has always been, you know, as you mentioned, pretty vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple of years, I've started wanting a little bit more. You know, I'm getting older. Uh, we're fairly close in age. And it just seems that I want more out of it. So but by you, trying to crack her. Yeah. But you said that you've done basically everything. Now, 
or is it that you've done basically every everything recently behind her back or before you met up with her? You know, were you always d- doing stuff and then you met with her? You know, you got with her for and for the past eight years. It's been pretty, you know, vanilla. Just all in in general, I've mm-hmm. done a lot over the years. Uh, my previous relationship, we were a lot more open than mm-hmm. what I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to get that vibe back. I'm trying to get that spice back, but I'm trying to do it with her. Yeah, which is not getting it back. It's starting it up. I mean, getting it back would be like you had it once. You've exactly. never had it with exactly. her. <laughs> yeah. Not with her, no. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that with her. Now, when because, you... Yeah. Because I just, you know, I think it would make us both a lot happier. But at the same time, I don't want to scare her away at the same time. Well, what are some of the things that you've done that you're into that you're doing behind her back that you think might scare her? I mean, I've done swapping with other couples in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done threesomes. I've done gangbangs. I've done, you know, stuff in public. I've done, I mean, you name it. I've, I've fucked my friend's wives. Oh my God. Yeah. That's all it, hardcore stuff. Yeah. And it's like, but nothing ever, you know, that made me happy, happy at the moment. Yes. But I said, you know what, if I can do it with my wife, it would just make everything so much better. I think all the way across the board, I think our relationship will get better. Um, just like everyone else, we're normal. We have arguments, we have our ups and downs, but sometimes I think that there's something missing. And like I said, every time I get a couple steps forward, we jump a few steps backwards mm-hmm. and I'm just re- really doing whatever I can to get her to open up. Well, let's go back to this list of things that you've done because it's pretty cray cray, right? I mean, like, you know, I mean, gang bangs, fucking your friends, wives, like, are these things that you did when you were married before? You know, how do you wind up sleeping with your best friend's wife? Was it a swapping situation? Let's get some stories. Or, and like, like I said, did these things happen with your in your previous relationship? Uh, they started in the previous relationship, and then, you know, things like the gangbangs and stuff, those have come more recent. Uh, I've joined uh, FetLife, and I've met a few people on there where I can openly talk about it. I don't have too many people. I can't just go to all my friends and say, man, I really want to do this. What can, what should I do? Or yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's, mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of a secret life. Yeah. Um, it started out in my previous relationship where same thing we were going through something rocky and we were on the verge of breaking up and then one day i come home come home to my normal argument that i come home to every day it was just argument after argument after argument well my previous relationship she had her friend over and her friend just kind of gave me a look you know a weird look like oh you guys are arguing again so i try to keep try to keep to myself excuse me, I just, you know, got home from work, jump in the shower. And when I get out, I go into the room and her and her friend are both sitting there naked on the bed. What? Like out of nowhere, you had never played or done anything? Nothing, nothing. Interesting. This is like a porn. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it seemed like. I've seen this scene somewhere before. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I, I got off of work and you know, take my shower and I get out and the bathroom is connected to our bedroom. Didn't think anyone was in there. So I walk out. I just had a towel around me. 
and both her and her friend are just sitting there butt naked. And I kind of stood there for a second, a little confused. I said, what? You know, what, what's going on? <laughs> and she said, well, I want to try to fix this. I said, so you and your friend are sitting here just butt-ass naked and staring at me? Yes, 100%. I said, okay, so now what? Well, her friend got up and started to touch me and she came and she started to touch me and next thing you know we were in bed we were having a threesome at the end you know it was great don't get me wrong it was great at the end her friend got up said goodbye and left wow wow okay this is this is a little uh odd (laughs) we didn't talk we didn't the next day woke up went to work and but i kept thinking about it i kept thinking about it so i said when i get home today i'm gonna have a conversation with her i'm gonna talk to her i'm gonna ask her what was this about so I come home, we start the conversation, and she basically tells me that I wanted to try to spice things up for us. I said, well, what made you think that I would want to be into this? She says, what guy wouldn't want to be into this? Mm-hmm. Couldn't, ar- couldn't argue with her with that. So it happened that one time, and uh, a holiday was coming up, and there was a holiday party between you know, friends and family that we knew and things like that, and it happened again that night. So it started becoming a more regular thing, you know. What do you mean the friend came over, two. same friend? The same friend came over mm-hmm. and, you know, around everybody we were just we were all cordial, hey, how you doing? Happy holidays. You know, we ate dinner, we had some drinks and so on and so forth, and then when everybody left and the night was ending, we would do it again. So I said, Man, this is kinda cool because <laughs> now we can have fun like this and we don't have to you know, look strange because, you know, some people, they might frown upon it and, you know, they might have their judgment or their opinion about what we're doing. But I thought that it was the coolest thing that I can have a life during the day and a life at night. Mm-hmm. So we started exploring a little bit more. We started uh, at that time, it was Craigslist. You know, we would look on Craigslist and look for people that were hosting parties and lifestyle parties. So I started learning a little bit more about the lifestyle. You know, there's people that that swap. There's people that have same room swapped. There's people that have, you know, uh, you know, two guys on one girl or two girls on one guy. I said, man, I can get used to this. <laughs> so, yeah, so it started now. It came to the time where she came and said, hey, you know, you get to sleep with my friend. What if I get to sleep with another man? I said, well, I don't want you sleeping with one of my friends because something were to happen between us or between, you know, them, I'm going to be the topic with everybody. Cause I still wasn't as a hundred percent, how should I say comfortable with it? So I said, you know what, if that's what you want to do, that's fine, but I got to be there. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. So we ended up meeting someone at one of these parties that was a couple. We ended up meeting a couple. And that couple, they would play together and they would play separate. So she was really into this guy. Oh, he's a nice guy. Very professional people. And she says, I want to try with him. So here I go, the new person that doesn't know anything about this lifestyle. Let me go open this conversation with this guy. Hey, you want to, you know, fuck my girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And he, you know, hey, man, I understand, you know, blah, 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 blah. And next thing you know, they were in a bed together and I was just hanging out watching. And I thought that that was the hottest thing. 
there was, you know, no humiliation, no nothing like that, but it was just something about watching her get pleasured, not by me. Yeah, isn't that interesting? Probably you didn't even, wouldn't have even known that you were into that. I mean, I've heard it so many times before that a lot of people would say like, oh, I would never, like a lot of guys, I think if they've never experienced it 100%, because would say, oh, I would never be into that. Like, no way I can, you know, but maybe some of those people, if it happened, they might change their mind and be like, oh, for some reason, like this is a turn on. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com dot com and click on be on the show if you have a short confession that you want to get off your back call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 i change all the voices on the confessions too so you remain anonymous the number the website and the email address will all be in the description Yeah, and there's just, like I said, I, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, you know, you see different scenarios, you watch different porn and things like that, and then there's ones where, you know, the guy's getting humiliated, and this, I'm not into any of that. I just like to see mm-hmm. her get pleasured. Yeah. And and vice versa. She used to enjoy watching me pleasure someone. Right. While she was there. And... That's what I've been trying to do now with my wife, and I still have. Well, I've tried everything, <laughs> like, and like mm-hmm. I said, I, 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 yeah, I've gotten a little bit here, a little bit there. So, uh, rewind a couple of years ago, we had one of you know normal ups and downs where we stopped talking for a little bit, and when we got back together, this was before we were married. When we got back together. Um, we went out one night, we got a hotel room and just said, you know, we're just going to have fun for the night. Nothing crazy. We're just going to go somewhere, have fun for the night. So after, you know, have gone the first round, because we went a few times that night, I don't know how the subject came up, but we were talking about, I said, well, man, that'd be, what, what would you do if somebody was looking through the window? And she goes, well, that wouldn't happen because we're, eight or nine floors up. I said, I know, I'm just, you know, hypothetical. She goes, well, what can I do? What, what am I going to do? Get either keep going or get up and close the curtains. Well, she began to tell me that when she, way before me, that she was hooking up with a guy. And as she was hooking up with the guy, the guy's friend walked in and the guy just basically sat down. She got a little bit bugged out at the beginning, but she didn't stop. The guy didn't stop, and the guy, the guy's friend walked in and just basically sat across from them, pulled his dick out, and just started stroking to them having sex. Mm-hmm. And the guy basically took care of himself. He finished. He got up and walked out. I said, so you didn't stop? She goes, no, I didn't. And I said, man, bingo, here we go. You know, this is, this is going to be it. Yeah. So... We tried. We talked about it a couple times and things like that. And then now she started opening up a little bit more about, 
her fantasies and her fantasies were for someone who's as vanilla as she is and still is she goes i have a a rape fantasy and i said what do you mean a rape fantasy she said well i just want someone to just grab me and basically have their way with me and i said a stranger she goes well you but Eventually, you know, I want to have this fantasy. And so we have done different things where we can, where we try to act that out. Yeah. I've tried buying different, different types of outfits for her to wear, even though they end up coming off anyway. But it's just something about her that I want to share my lifestyle or my secret lifestyle, I should say, with. That's what I want. I think she's hot. I think she's beautiful. She's got a beautiful body. And I just want her to basically be that one to live out everything with. Right. But I, I know that I asked you earlier, and I forget what you said, but like, have you just, have you always tried subtly throughout the whole eight years to get her into things? Well, because I, because I guess, like you said, a couple of years ago, you start, you, you know, she told you this like hot story, which, and you're like, okay, bingo, like I could work with that. Um, but I mean, did you go into this relationship letting her know what you were into or you're just not no. you really kept everything like a secret? Does she know anything about your past life as far as like no, all the stuff no, that you've done? It, no, when it comes to that, no. Um, right. I would say, not the whole eight years. I would say probably consistently, consistently, probably the last three, four years. I've tried to hint here and there. Mm -hmm. So about halfway through it. So the farthest but you've got no, with her, right, the farthest you've got with her has been just getting her to mock up the situations like role play, like you do role plays when, and with all her fantasies, correct? Is that it? Uh, yeah, for the most part. And then recently um, her birthday came up and I said, you know what, I want to have some kind of different enjoyment for tonight. So what I did was, was I thought, and I thought, what can I do? What can I do? So basically I hired a male masseuse to come to a hotel because I didn't want to bring just some random person into our home. Mm -hmm. um, I hired this guy that I saw on online and basically hired him, had a conversation with him. He told me, okay, I could do this and this and this. Now, when I saw a picture of the guy, I said, okay, this guy, the way, he, all his pictures, this shows that women love this dude. So, basically, her birthday came. I was at work. I had her um, get a room. Or I got a room. Had her meet me there. But before I went there, I left little notes all over the room. You know, when you get here, I had drinks for us and this and that. I said, get naked, show me proof, and just wait for your surprise. So long story short, she did that. And when I get there, she's naked. I start, you know, talking to her and tell her, okay, well, what's going on? So I told her, I saw I got a surprise for you. So we ended up fucking right before this guy came. So I went, I said, I'll be right back. Your surprise is here. Went downstairs, met the guy. Okay, this is what it is. And when we came back into the room, now she's surprised because now myself and another individual walked in and she's just laying there naked on the bed. I told her I got you someone that's going to give you a massage. It was a X amount of time massage. I think it was an hour, hour and a half. And at first she seemed a little bit 
you know, bugged out, a little bit bothered that she's never been but naked, <laughs> having another guy touch her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just kind of sat there, hung out. Well, when he started, of course, he started with the top. She, he started with the back of her neck and working his way down. But now when it got down to the waist, he pulled her. She was just wearing a thong. He pulled her thong off. As he's massaging, I can hear her that she's wet. Mm-hmm. And I and I said, okay. Now she seemed a little bit bothered at first, but that's not just happening because it's happening. So massage was done on the back part, and he says, okay, turn over. So now she's sitting there, completely naked, tits out, you know, everything just out. And he gave her a massage and this and that. Okay, massage is done. So when the guy left, we ended up talking about it. And I said, I didn't know if it bothered you or not, but I wanted to do something nice for you that was in our own privacy. And she was, oh, no, it was, it was a great massage. I feel good. But we ended up having the best sex that night. Mm-hmm. So I think it was something that's, that's slowly getting into her head and slowly turning her on. The fact that there was another man groping her, rubbing her, making her wet, everything in front of me. And I was loving it, even though nothing actually happened. Just something about that. Just I loved it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, how how long ago was this? This was uh, mid uh, mid last year. I mean, listen, if she was down for that, you know, you could take the next step. I was thinking that that masseuse was going to fuck her. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, did you guys have any discussions about it? That like could have turned into a lot more. We didn't have too many discussions about that. She just said that it was kind of strange. And uh, I said, yeah, I know, but it wasn't nothing intentional. You know, I just wanted to do something nice for you, which I did. We both were both hardworking people and, you know, a lot of stress. And we use, we love getting massages together. Mm-hmm. Um, j- just in general, nothing crazy, but we just like getting massages. So I said, you know what? I thought, let me do something nice like this. She goes, oh, no, it was a great idea. It was a great thought. I loved it. I enjoyed it. But she goes, were you intending something else? I said, I wanted to see how you would react. Well, the same hotel also has a balcony. And I hear the next thing that I did. Um, it's a local hotel close to us here. And I recently, when I, you know, since I started my quote unquote secret lifestyle, I also got on Reddit and Reddit, you can find anything on Reddit. I mean, you, you name it, you can find it. Well, there's one thing where people, there's one, uh, I guess you would call it thread. There's one Reddit thread that people talk about, you know, confessions and, you know, personal ads and things like that. And for the most part, there's a bunch of weirdos on there. Well, I started posting pictures of her body, no face, just her body. And I started getting a great reaction from these, these posts and people were are commenting and they were DMing me and they were sending me, you know, tribute pictures where they're, you know, basically stroking to her pictures and what they would like to do with her and things like that. So I started, I said, you know, I don't want to keep her pictures out there. So I'll post a picture. I'll get some feedback from it. And then I delete it a couple of days later. I'll put another one on there. I make sure that everything is edited to where I don't see, you don't see her face or any you know marks or anything like this. 
So I would do that. Now one guy says, man, I would love to watch you and her in action. I don't post pictures of myself on there because I, I have to keep discretion because of work and things like that. Yeah. And um, one guy says, man, I would love, I'm local to you and this and that. So I told him, I said, well, we're actually going to be planning on getting a hotel um, this day. And there's a balcony, which that's the one we like to, to hang out on. And basically what the guy did was is he came and there's a parking lot down below. He parked and we uh, got the room. We started drinking. We started hanging out, just talking. Well, we ended up fucking on the balcony. Well, I made a deal with this guy that if you're going to sit there and watch, you have to take pictures and you have to send them to me. And that was another hot thing. Wow. I mean, Wait, did she know? No, she didn't know. Oh, wow. And, and there's no way, and there's no way you could have, you, you could tell that anyone was there. And I mean, just pictures. I'm, I have her bent over. Her tits are sitting on the actual balcony ledge and People can see there's restaurants that are close by. I mean, they can't see, you know, 100% clear, but you can see what's going on. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be realistic. And it was just cool because there was people sitting out on the patios eating. I got this guy down there just watching, and it was the coolest thing. But she was getting off on the fact that she knew that people were watching too, right? That was what you guys... Yes, yes, because Mm -hmm. that's one thing that we have talked about was I, I want to try balcony sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about, uh, you know, going to one of these rundown, not rundown, but a lower class motel where the windows are open on the first floor. Mm-hmm. You know, having that chance of somebody walking by and catching us. Sort of like an exhibitionist type thing. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, that was, that was a pretty good night. And I thought, okay, she's going to come out here. She's going to sit out here for a couple minutes. We're going to do something, and then we're going to go back inside, finish it off inside on the bed. But we were out there for a good, I want to say 20 to 30 minutes. You know, she'll come down, she'll give me head. You know, I'll come down, I'll go down on her, uh, bend her over the, the ledge, the balcony, and just watching her get, you know, slammed from the back. Her tits are just bouncing up against the, the I guess you would call the patio rail. But she she loved it. And what happened with those pictures? When did you get those? And did they, I mean, did you get a bunch of pictures from this guy? I got probably about eight to 10 pictures the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to save them. We kind of went about our own ways and that was it. This guy that I, I, like I said, I met him through Reddit. He was also one of, you know, someone in the same situation as me where he was having his secret life. Uh, ended up being a really cool dude. We still talk here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I try not to meet too many people from there because, like I said, there's a bunch of weirdos out there. They like to screenshot your pictures. I don't really share pictures of her. But I met the guy before. He was he was he was all right. So that was all that you did with him. I mean, that's pretty creative. I've never heard that kind of story before. And I've been doing my show for seven years. Oh my god! I have to tell you about my new favorite vibrator by Mystery Vibe. It's called the Crescendo, the award-winning world's most flexible vibrator that hits you in all the right spots. And do you know why it hits you in all the right spots? Because it's bendable. And when I say bendable, I mean fully effing bendable. 
It also has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole vibrator, which means there are no dead zones like regular vibrators. They also have 16 different vibrations to choose from. There are also 16 different vibrations you could choose from. And there's an app so you can control it or your partner can control it from wherever they are. There's a reason why the Crescendo has won over 20 international awards. And that's because it's one of a kind. I promise you're going to be as obsessed with it as I am. And this week, I'm going to give you 15% off your vibrator. And... Mystery Vibe right now has another sale for 25%. So you're going to get 15% on top of that. So you are getting 40% off the best vibrator you will ever own. Okay. Go to mysteryvibe.com and use my code strictly15. That's strictly15. Use it at mysteryvibe.com to get 15% off on top of their 25% off the world's best vibrator. <laughs> Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Now, listen, I know you're listening to my show because you like hot stories, right? Don't we all like hot stories? I know I'm turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app Full of sexy audio stories, and now they even have brand new written stories as well. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anytime, anywhere. They even have a jump to the action button, which means if you're like, you know, want to have some fun and you just want to get right to the good stuff, there's literally a button you could push, go right to where the action starts and get right to it. And that's why you need to get right to it and download Dipsy app. And just for listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free, okay? When you go to dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. It's free. Go download it. You're going to love it. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Anyone who knows me knows I live for therapy. And if you listen to the show, you know that I am always telling my callers, like, they need a therapist. Like, go for therapy. Therapy helps. It works. I love it. I've been in therapy many different times in my life, and I'm always pitching it to people on the show. The hardest thing to me about therapy is finding the right and that's what I love about BetterHelp. They make it super easy to find a therapist. All you got to do is go online. You're going to fill out a questionnaire. They're going to assess your needs and then match you with a licensed professional therapist in under 48 hours. BetterHelp is so committed to giving you great therapy that they make it not only easy, but also free to change therapists if needed. And that's huge, if you ask me. Also, since it's all done online, professional therapists are available worldwide. So wherever you're listening to my show, you can sign up for BetterHelp. You could do your sessions as video chats, or if you don't want them to see you, you could do it over the phone. BetterHelp therapy is more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available if you need it. Want someone to talk to? Join BetterHelp now. And today, just for listening to my show, you're going to get 10% off your first month. All you got to do is go to BetterHelp, 
dot com slash strictly. That's better help H E L P dot com slash strictly for ten percent off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, like I said, I've been trying to do whatever I can to try to <laughs> crack this shell. Well, listen, you didn't tell I, her that the guy was there. So that was more like, I mean, I guess, you know, that was for you. The guy down there was for you. Yeah. And then cracking the shell was just taking her out and like having her get into the fact that other people were watching, which she is into. I mean, I think the, the male masseuse thing is pretty hardcore. I think a lot of women would have shut that down. And the fact that she didn't is pretty great that, like did you ever talk yeah, about how it turned you on like did you it cop to the fact that it turned you on to see her with another guy like that was like the perfect scenario for you to you know bring up the, the fact that that's like a uh, hot to you i would say the deepest conversation and the most thorough conversation that we had mm -hmm. about that night was after the masseuse left and we were we were fucking we were talking about it like, you know, remember when he grabbed you like this and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and that was, like I said, that just intensified it more for me. And for her. The fact that, yeah, and for her. And like I said, I don't have too many friends that I can talk to. You know, you meet people that are in, in that sort of lifestyle, that type of lifestyle where they have friends. But see, they meet these friends when they go out to places. Mm -hmm. I don't have too many people that I can come to and I can say hey you know what this is what I want to do because it would be a lot easier um, but unfortunately I don't have that and I'm not going to go I'm not planning on sparking this conversation with you know just one of my random friends as we're sitting there talking having a beer no most people so, don't you know this is like and I think that's what's missing in your relationship is you want to be able to do that with her correct Mm -hmm. I want to be able to be as open as possible. I don't want to have to have the secret life. Now, I'm not saying that I need her to, to go to a gangbang party with me and just lay down and you got 20 guys just <laughs> hanging out. And oh, taking. I, I don't need that. I just want the... We've been together long enough, in my opinion. I think we've been together long enough to where there's security. Uh, we, there's no reason for us to be insecure with one another. You know, when we first started talking and dating... If a guy would look at her the wrong way, I would say something, you know, I'd make it known. And now it's, you know, hey, show it off, you know, why don't you wear this? Why don't you wear that? What do you mean you'd and make I, it known? I you'd noticed. make it known that you didn't like it is what you're saying in the beginning. Oh, no, I would say something to the guy. I was crazy when I was younger. You know, right, right, right. That's what I was saying. Like. Keep looking, I'm going to knock your ass out type thing. Right, and now because here you are wanting her to get fucked by somebody else and watch it. It's interesting. Exactly. Exactly. You know, times change people. Mm -hmm. You know, when we go, when when we would go, we go places that are, you know, big events and things like that. I, I'll see guys staring at her. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying that because she's my wife, but she's a very attractive mm -hmm. woman. And she does get attention, but she doesn't go out looking for the attention. You know, she, she covers up as much as she possibly can. Um, but when we go out, we go out. Of course, you know, women are going to wear tight dresses and you know, a little revealing here, a little revealing there. And I see the people that, that, and I see the attention that she draws. And, you know, I've gotten more and more used to it and more and more comfortable. And now it's more and more of a turn on for me. Mm hmm. 
But so, do you tell her that? I, I, in a in a way, yes. I just tell her that you know what that's hot. Like, let him look, let him stare. At the end of the day, you're coming home with me, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's what it is. So now, like when we go places, I tell her, why don't you wear this? Why don't you wear that? Something that I know that I want to see, and I know that's gonna uh, grab someone's attention. Someone's gonna look. Right. But that's what I try to point out here and there. I'm gonna. Uh, I want that story of how you fucked your best friend's wife. Oh, that one, that one kind of came as an accident. Um, like I said, you know, you don't have too many people to talk to. My buddy and his wife are actually in the lifestyle. And they've been in the lifestyle for a while. That's how I kind of learned a little bit more about it by after this happened. So my buddy and I, we have a lot of similar interests where, you know, we go to the same events. Um, we're in the same line of work and things like that. So we do spend a lot of time together. We do uh, communicate a lot. And I came over to his house one time, uh, picked him up. We were going to an event for work and we went out to the event. We did what we had to do. And now the, you know, the day's starting to unwind. We're having a few drinks and he tells me that his wife is going to come meet us, uh, meet him so they can go to dinner and things like that. I said, okay, that's cool. You know, I'll go find something for myself to do. So, Long story short, after a couple drinks, he kind of introduced the fact that he's in the lifestyle. So I'm playing dumb. What's the lifestyle? What do you mean? Oh, this is what we do. You know, we have a group of friends that we we swap with. You know, sometimes with certain people, we play separate. So I said, oh, man, that sounds like fun. You know, a little, little strange, but it sounds like fun. He said, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's one thing that you, you build it. It's just like building your relationship. You build that second relationship with your wife, your girlfriend, and so on and so forth. So he goes, do you think my wife is attractive? I said, oh, she's very attractive. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. What do you like about her? And I kind of still felt a little bit bugged up telling my friend, oh, yeah. Deep down in the course, back of my head, yeah. I'm saying I want to go balls deep into her. <laughs> right. But, yeah. And I said, I think she's very attractive. I think you hit the jackpot. You know, she looks too good to be with you. Ha, ha, ha. Throw a joke out there. Well, the whole time he was on his phone, you know, sending a text here, sending a text there. I'm not thinking anything of it because we both have to communicate with a lot of people for work. I figure he's talking to somebody. And he goes, okay, well, one more drink. So we have one more drink. Uh, we went up to his room, and next thing you know, his wife was getting ready, and he goes, go ahead. And I said, what do you mean, go ahead? And he goes, that's for you. Go ahead. And I just kind of sat there. I said, so go ahead, meaning I can go do what I want. And he said, yeah, go ahead. He goes, that's who I've been texting the whole time. I guess he was talking to her after mm-hmm. a couple of drinks. He got a little bit loose. So... It was a little awkward at first, I'm not going to lie, because I've known her for many years. I've known him for even longer. But slowly I started to get into that mode, that comfort, where I said, you know, I could do this. Well, we started doing with your basic foreplay. She started going down on me. I went down on her. We 69. And then now it's time to actually get it going. So she rolls over. She wants it from behind. She wants it doggy. So I start going at it, you know, grabbing her by the hips and kind of reaching around, grabbing her tits at the same time. And she looks at my friend and she kind of gave him, you know, a little wink and a nod, come over here. So we ended up uh, tag teaming her. Mm -hmm. And 
I just, that was it. It was, I was stuck. I said, man, I can get used to this. I can get used to this. Right. Now, is so, this happened while you're with your wife? This didn't, this happened before. Okay. But mm-hmm. other stuff has happened. You know, like I said, I did join uh, FetLife and FetLife has a section for events and I've met a few really cool people. There's a couple people that host parties and things like that where no pressure. They, they last for, you know, however many hours and you go over there, you hang out, you meet new people. Sometimes uh, you meet the girls and then the girls say, oh, well, you know, this is just an event that we that I did. I do this for fun, but here's my number and things like that. So that's kind of how I started building the separate and second life, I guess you would say. Because you see these people and you have sex with them and all stuff goes down with those people outside of even the parties. Exactly. You know, hey, you want to grab a beer? You know, some of them, they live local. Some of them, they travel for work. You'd be surprised how many women that travel for work like to do these things. I've met so many women in the last couple of years that, you know, oh, I travel for work. I I do this. I do that. When they come to the, the particular city, that's where they just get to let loose. That's interesting. And are they typically married and doing this on the download themselves? Do you think? Uh, it's it, it's a fifty fifty. Some of them they're they're very open. Mm-hmm. They tell me, you know, mm-hmm. they tell me, you know, I'm married. My husband knows. He doesn't know. Or hey, I'm just single. I'm divorced, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to live out my fantasies as well. That's the cool thing. What I like about going to these these parties and these events is everyone's there for a re- everybody has their own story, and everybody's story is fairly different. You know, yeah. There's one guy. There's one guy that there's a uh, one guy that I met where his wife was there and she was one of the girls that were getting gangbanged. But she's very particular on who she picks. Mm-hmm. She won't just let anyone you know jump in bed with her and say, "Okay, let's get it on." And and I I said, "What do you mean?" So I watched her. I didn't say anything. I just kind of stood off to the side. And I see guys coming up and she you know very respectfully she says, "No, not you. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for someone or." You know, oh, this person is next, or so on, and so something that she's not being rude about. And when I walked in, I smiled. I said hello to her, and she goes, "You?" I said, "We?" She says, "Yeah, come on." So we ended up hooking up, and I ended up making very good friends with her and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the point where sometimes we just they'll they'll call, "Hey, you want to have a beer?" You want to come over? Let's grab dinner and things like that. And I can't do it all the time because I'm married. But I was honest. I was open with them. You know, I tell them, hey, this is what I got going on. And they respect it. They understand it. They they said that they both started in the same type of scenario as well. So, What do you mean? Like, same thing that he was trying to get her to open up more in the beginning. And how and did it he didn't get work her to? Out, uh, basically from what I understand is he just went, he just took the risk and took her to, uh, somebody's house and that's it. Right. And I don't want to do that. Yeah. Right. I don't want to, I have a feeling if I do that, I'm going to be divorced and having to pay alimony payments after that. <laughs> but wait, when you go, when you meet up with this couple for drinks and dinner, like, do you still fool around with them or was it just that gangbang situation for the, the one and only time? And then now you're just friends with them no, or do you no. hook up with them? No, no, I hook up with them sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, my, my, my schedule isn't the greatest and it isn't the easiest to get around. Um, 
but sometimes I have enough time to grab a beer. Sometimes I have enough time to actually, you know, hook up and play. I will say that after I met her at the gangbang, I've never uh, played with her at another gangbang again. Right. It's only been it's only been either just myself or him and uh, him and her. Right. Yeah. How do you have time to go to like parties at night like this for hours? Like, where do you tell uh, her I you're going? Stay, I don't stay too long. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, my work schedule it, it's never the same day by day. It's different. Um, so sometimes I have a few extra minutes. The good thing is it's not too far from me. Mm-hmm. It's not too far from where I work and where I live and things like that. So I, I try, but I don't go as often as I would like to, or as often as I, you know, try to. I should say sometimes I try. I say, you know, I'm going to go today. It's at this time. It's at this place. I'm going to go, and I sometimes I don't even make it. These are swingers it, parties, it right? Lifestyle parties. Lifestyle parties and gangbangs. Right. How many gangbangs have you been to? Realistically, honestly, probably about 30, 35. Wow. Where do these things yeah. take place? Where are all these uh, gangbangs going on? Hotels? Hotels. Yeah, what they do is is uh, they'll get like a two-bedroom suite. There's one hotel local to here where it's not your typical hotel to where, um, you know, you got this long hallway and long corridor and you can hear everything and so on and so forth. These are more, they're set up like condos. Mm-hmm. Like townhouses, they're for extended stays. Yeah. So people, they have kitchens, they have you know two bedrooms, living rooms. So they're like little mini houses. So basically, they're out of the way. They're in you know the totally far in the back of the parking lot. Uh, people park in the next door parking lot, and they walk over, and that's it. Very nice, very very cool dude that hosts them. Um, he's been hosting them for years. Um, just very easy, mellow, easy to get along with. No pressure for the females. You know, sometimes you get an occasional arrogant asshole in there that's trying to do more than he should or more than he could. They they just, they, they put an end to it. So it's very, these women, they feel safe being there. Mm-hmm. So it, it's nothing crazy. It's not like one of these, you know, let's go behind the dumpster type scenarios and let's do this and let's do that. And he tries to have... He has a pretty wide selection of females that like to do this. So it's not, you know, you go one week and then you'll play with one or two girls. And then the next week it'll be somebody different. So wow, kind of keeps it interesting. So interesting. Like, I wonder where does he get these girls from? How, you know, I asked him. Yeah. And just, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. And I know you said that you started off with Craigslist and things like that. He told me this is how I started. Yeah. He goes, I would post an ad on Craigslist. And then I'll meet a woman, and then the woman will end up telling her friend about it, and her friend goes, oh, I want to try it. Friend will come hang out one night just to, you know, be a bystander, fly on the wall, and just kind of watch everything. And then she says, okay, you know what, I think I want to try it. So all of this started with Craigslist. I think if Craigslist was never around at one point, there'd be a lot of lonely people around. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what people would be doing. I used to go on, and that was like the only, that was how I would post ads, and I would email people directly I would respond to ads as well as place my own um, and that kept me going for years now I don't have to thank God by the time it got canceled I didn't have to anymore but you know I had a gangbang organizer supposed to come on uh-huh. my show 
Uh, he emailed me. He was down to do it. Someone put me in touch with him and then he canceled last minute. Tell your gangbang organizer if he ever wants to come on, he could come on. I find that fascinating because these are things that you'd never know were going down. You know, you drive past a hotel. You'd never know that that's going on. And probably like the girl that's doing it might be sitting next to you in the office and you don't know that she just did it last night. Yeah, and that's what's crazy about it. And what's nice about it is I have actually, believe it or not, I know the odds are crazy, but I actually ran into one of the girls one time uh, like out in, in public, and I had my yeah, and I had my wife with me. Where was it? And uh, at a at a casino. Mm-hmm. I'll just say a casino. Um, but like like she didn't like she didn't even see me. I mean, because I you know I'm honest. I'm not going to lie and say, oh, I'm this single guy and. I have all this time in the world to do this and to do that because that's how I'm going to create problems. At least I'm honest, you know, about that. Right. And she saw she saw me. I saw her. I said, "Oh shit, here we go." She's going to say, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Oh, how do you know this girl? Oh uh, no. yeah. She oh my right. god. She we 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 crossed paths. Oh excuse me. Okay, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And I ended up seeing her probably about a month, month and a half after that. She Again. Goes, Don't worry. I'm not going to say it. Oh, yeah. well, at, at a gang bang. party. Yeah. Yeah. She goes, I'm not going to make it awkward for you. I said, okay. But that was the only time that I had. That's probably the most interaction I've had outside of my secret life that I did with my personal life. Yeah. Oh, my God. You have a lot of crazy stories. So you do all these gangbangs. I just I just want to get to all that before we get to the advice for you with your wife. I mean, because you do say like, oh, well, you know, at least I'm honest. I mean, you know, yeah, you're honest with all those people over there in your secret life, but you're not honest with your wife. And you say like, oh, you know, you would think by now we should be able to feel comfortable and all these things. But it's really like, so if that's the case, why haven't you taken that step? And I feel like you have had some opportunities to communicate with her what you're really into. Why why are you so afraid to tell her your fantasies? Like she told you, her fantasies, right? She has a rape fantasy where you like, oh, my fantasy is to see you fucked by another guy or something like that. I mean, have you let her know about your quote unquote fantasies, even though they're like real life shit and you're living it out? I mean, have you ever copped to your what you're into at all? I have. When I first decided that I wanted to introduce the fact that I wanted to do this, um, it was just through text. We were just joking one day. Um and I told her that this is what I would like to see. And she goes, really? And I said, yeah, I know, really. Coming from me, the guy that used to be ready to rip anyone's head off when they look at you and things like that. But yeah. I explained to her that, hey, you know what? We've been together for X amount of time. We've been through probably everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And this is what I want to see. I think it would be hot. I think it would bring us closer together. Um, you know, just from listening to your podcast and from meeting different people, this fantasy goes so many different ways. You know, there's some people that they want to feel like their wife is cheating. There's people that want to mm-hmm. feel like they're going to be humiliated sitting in a corner in a closet watching. Like, I don't want any of that. I just want to have fun and I want to do it with the person that I married to the person that I love. Um, you know, like I said, let's face it, we've been together this long. I'm not going anywhere. She's not going anywhere. 
But I think that this is what we need to do to just try to spice it up. Hey, you know what? Let's try it one time and go from there. And I even asked her, I said, if we did something like this, would you want to do it with someone that we know or someone that we meet? And, you know, I really wanted to know that because that would help me out in determining, you know, how am I going to go about doing this? And she said, and a part of me wants to say, let's do it with someone that we know, or that if we did do it, let's do it with someone that we know, or let's meet someone. And I said, why? What What are your reasons for it? She goes, because what if we do it with someone that we know and it's awkward, or there becomes tension or bad blood between us and that person, mainly me, because it would be one of my friends. Or if we did it with someone we don't know, we don't have to see this person again. We don't have to, if it works out great, if it doesn't work out, we don't have no harm, no foul. You know, we don't have to worry about ever crossing paths with this person. Um, we did have a couple vacations planned. Um, unfortunately the pandemic kind of took its toll and we couldn't do our vacations. And I did feel that we would be able to be more open and her be more willing to try it when we're in a different country you know, on a vacation and things For like sure, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately the last couple, I, I would, I think we booked two or three trips. Uh, the first one I booked it in 2019 for 2020 and then the pandemic started, couldn't do that. And then when things started to open up a little bit more, I said, you know what? It cost me a little bit more money, but I did get us a trip kind of a last minute thing. It's in three weeks. Airports got shut down again. Ugh, so I kind of gave up on that for right now. Yeah. And especially with COVID being around, I know that it's probably not the smartest thing to be around people. Yeah, but so you you have this conversation with her that gets Mm -hmm. so specific to the point where she's deciding whether it needs to be. So it sounds like she's down. That's what it sounds like to me. I I, like I said, I really. So what's the problem? I I think I'm the problem. I think so too. I just don't want to. I think I just don't want to disrespect her to a point where maybe she's just entertaining the conversation or maybe she really does want to do it. I'm just really confused because I get these mixed signals from her. I get these signals to where she wants to do it. She doesn't want to do it. And and I, and I honestly think I'm the issue. Yeah, I think I so think too. I, just need to just, I think I just need to come out and just say, this is what I want. Yeah, I do think so. And I think that you have, had I mean to me all signs point to uh you know all systems go you have a green light you have you know you got so far like I said that whole masseuse thing like a lot you've told me a lot of stories in this podcast episode that I have never heard before you know (laughs) from getting a guy on reddit to take pictures while you fuck your wife outside from getting a you know getting your wife naked and then walking in with another guy and then he like you know fondles her as a masseuse you know these are things that uh you have done with her that I would say, oh, probably when you bring it up, you know, she'd be done. Like, but you, and you've even then had conversations with her about Correct. sleeping with another guy. So she knows and she was okay. I don't know why you don't go one step further and say, okay, you know what? I have it set up. I'm going to set that. When's her birthday? You know, you seem to do things for her birthday. Like, is her birthday coming up anytime soon? What about Valentine's uh-huh. Day? Uh, in a few more months, her birthday will be here. Okay, well, why don't you set something up? Why don't you start having conversations with her and set something up, 
you know, like the male masseuse, but, you know, it's going to be, you know, she's going to go all the way. She's going to get what she wants. She was obviously wet in that scenario. So she liked you watching. She liked being touched by somebody else. You know, you got to you got to go for it. I just got to just jump in. So I think I, I think you're right. I think I just need to jump in and say, here it is. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Listen, you know how I mean, you're a lot more professional than she knows you know where to find the people you know you know where to go you know the hotels that are in the back room you know the back of the hotel that you could park at like exactly. i mean you have you I've could done my homework yeah you could set this up in two seconds with a guy uh you know the problem the problem yeah. that i've also found too i did think about this um the problem that i did find or that i have been finding i should say is a lot of these guys are flakes. Yeah, well, that's a lot of life. these guys. Yeah, yeah, a lot of these guys are flakes, and you know, like I said, I can't say it enough. I don't have too many people that I could just sit here and I can just talk about and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do." What about that friend? I kind of wish I of yours and the I'm couple. Sorry. What about the friend that you fucked his wife that are in the thing? Are they still friends of yours? Oh, Does was, your wife know them? Uh, she does not know them. Um, that would have been perfect, but they did uh, relocate due oh. to work. Um, they moved clear across the country. So yeah. um, that would have been the perfect way in. Yeah, totally. But unfortunately, I mean, we still communicate here and there, but nothing like, you know, I, I haven't seen the guy in years. Have you ever hooked up with a guy? No, I haven't. Right. So it's just like women no, and you say, Yeah. Yeah, no, no interest to do that. You know, the the closest I've gotten with, you know, male on male contact, of course, would be at a gangbang. Right. Um, but that that's about it. No, no interest. And I'm not knocking anyone that has that interest. Right. There just are some you don't. People out yeah. There that that are, and it's just not my cup of tea. Right. Now, do you feel guilty at all about like you know having this secret life? Does it weigh on you at all? You know, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, it does, mm-hmm. it, it does take a toll on me sometimes because sometimes you meet people that are just, you know, plain and simple. They're cool people. You know, you like to communicate with them and things like that. And sometimes you have these conversations with these people and the more and more that I conversate with them is when I feel guilty. And it's like, man, you know, the whole point of me having this secret life is because I don't have it at home. And if I had it at home, I mean, I would be the most faithful person. I mean, I'm at one of those, at that point where I do this for enjoyment because it arouses me. I enjoy it. I like being able to just communicate the way I want type thing. And that's why I want, it's more, that's why I'm, I want it to be focused on her. I want her to be able to be that person. Um, but I do feel guilty and I, I've actually, believe it or not, um, I was actually in the middle of hooking up with another woman and I just got up and left. Wow. And, and she looked at me and I said, it, it's not you, you know, it's me. And I, I explained it to her after the fact, I told her, I said, you know, to be honest with you, because I was really getting into it. And yeah, I was going to say, you've myself. done so much. You've gone to gangbangs, doing all this stuff behind her back. Like, why that one girl? Was it the same kind of thing? Like, you felt like you were having a connection? Because you said that, like, the, you feel the most guilty when you're really having great conversations and getting in deep. Is that when it starts to freak I, you out? 
what 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 really bothered me the most about this one mm-hmm. is the body type was very similar. Mm-hmm. The age was the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the career path the exact same. And I said, no, I can't do this. It was just it started to bug me, um, and I I couldn't do it. I said because I see myself that if I enjoy myself, you know, this way, if I keep going with it. I might have that there might be a chance that I'm going to ruin my marriage over this and I'm not going to allow that. I'm not going to let it. There's some people that I've met that they just let that lifestyle and those fantasies just take over them. And and that's not me. I can't do that. Right. And so listen, if that's not you and you can't do that, you you better tell her sooner than later. Like how how smart are you about keeping all this shit that you do on the down low? Uh, so a knock on wood, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and toot my own horn, but uh, I'm pretty good with it. What are the things that you do? Like where is, where is your, where do you, you know, go online to check your FetLife profile? Where do you keep pictures of her that you're posting and the, you know, the, what are those things called tribute pictures of them coming on her face when, you know, (laughs) or coming on her tits when they said about like, where's all that stuff? Those pictures I, I kept to myself. Um, I don't do any of the outside communication when I'm home. Um, and if I do do it when I'm home, I mean, she's not she's not around. She'll be at work or this and that. But I don't leave anything out there to where I can get caught. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't. I have my own, you know, little space that I would say. I'm not going to give out all my secrets, but I have my own little space where. I have my pictures and so on and so forth. And every now and then, you know, I'll just get in that mood where I want to look at them and I'll look at them and I'll say, Hey, you know what? This was, this was hot. Or this was my favorite picture. Or, you know, if I had to narrow it down between these three, this is the one I like. So right now that's the only thing that I have in regards to her being in the same lifestyle, I should say as myself. But yeah, I, I don't do anything to where it's around her. I don't want to even go that route, but I, I, I take I, I take as much precautions as I possibly can. You're using condoms when you're all the, with all these people. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, right? And how many times? Like, how much of a secret life is this? Like, as far as like, are you seeing these people all throughout the month? Like, is it a one time a month thing? Is it once a week thing? You know, w- one thing that I've that I've actually learned over time. Um, a lot of these people are very professional people yeah, and they have their own life. I mean, I've, some of them are, are lawyers and doctors, and you know, dentists and things like that to where they have to be secret. They travel for this, you know, that they, they don't necessarily live in the same area that, that these things are going on and these mm-hmm. events are being hosted. Um, so that's what kind of helps out too. I think that if I had to have somebody more local to me that I had more access to. Uh, it would kind of suck because I would try to get out of the house more right? and uh, so on and so forth. But I would say maybe once a month I'll see them every month and a half, mm-hmm. um, communicate here and there throughout the week. But, you know, I, I try to keep myself busy with, with my work and my career and what I have going on. Um, so I, like I said, I tried, I don't want it to let it take over my life and say, Hey, you know what? This is what I got to do today. I've met people that are like that, that have gotten divorced, that have lost their kids, that 
Yeah, that's one who you don't want to be. Yeah, I I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to be around those people because I'm a very firm believer of, you know, you are who you hang out with type thing. And I don't want to be that person. I see people that are in this life. This lifestyle is supposed to be fun. A lot of people, they live it very loosely. Mm -hmm. And just no fucks given. (laughs) You give a fuck. But I I think you give too many fucks because your wife seems like she's pretty down okay i wouldn't call her vanilla i would say that you guys have had some great experiences that most people haven't had she's and you know i think like i said a million times like what i can't understand is your blockage there's a block in you to crossing the line with her. And that's what I don't understand, you know, why you have that. Maybe that's just you in every area of your life when you're about to get like what you really want, like you just can't get it. I don't know. I'm an overthinker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, I'm an overthinker with everything in my life. I overthink what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. Right, okay. You know, right, 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 right. That's the that's stuff just, that I need to the, know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm an I'm an overthinker and that's I would say that would probably be, probably be the main reason why I am in the position that I am in. Yeah. Uh, I overthink everything. I think because I've had so many obstacles that I've had to go through and hoops I've had to go through, jump through over the years that I second guess everything because it, I always ask myself am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Right. Well, that's a trust um, issue, and that's and a trust issue with yourself. You know, you have to trust yourself. Because I used to make a lot of just split decisions, mm-hmm. and those split decisions cost me a lot over the years. So I think that over over time, I've just became more of a cautious person, more of an overthinker, and sometimes being a little self-conscious. Am I, am I doing this right? Am I doing that wrong? How could I do this? How could I do that type thing? Right. But, you know, it's like you gave up one thing for another. Like, yeah, you used to take risks and you would fail, but you probably were more honest. And, you know, you're now here you are more cautious, taking less risks. So maybe you're having less consequences, but you're also lying to the person that you really care about, leading a double double life. And you have this the burden of that. So, you know, you got to stop thinking and just do it. You need to set up a scenario, talk to her about it, start with the fantasy talk again, role play more, and cop to the fact that you want to see her with another guy. Or you're open, like what does she want to do, but you think that you'd like to spice it up. I I really feel like uh, you just need to do it. Like you said before, you're like, I know that she's with me. She's not going anywhere. We're together forever. Like it's not going to be a deal breaker. What's the worst she's going to say? Like, no. She's already said yes when she was like soaking wet when the guy was like a strange man walked into her hotel room and was, you know, practically fingering her in front of you. She was down. Yeah. Down, down. You know, I I, I go back to that to that night in that scenario and I said, damn, I pat myself on the back because that was pretty cool that I did that. You know, like you said, you you've heard I'm sure you've heard every story in the book. Yeah, that Um, takes balls. Because I think, yeah. you know, she's totally naked and a strange man walked in and saw her. I think a lot of women would flip out. But she didn't and she yeah. was into it. Um, so I think you need to, and I think a great segue into whatever is just like 
Talk about that hot scenario with her. Talk about how much that you can't get that out of your head and how hot that was. And like, can we do that again? And would you want to go further? I mean, like, you just have to be honest. You just have to like overthink with her. Bring her into that. Like you have conversations with her. Dump the stuff that you're talking about with me to her. I mean, communicate. You're with her for eight years. You've said like a lot of times, like, you know, we should be doing this. We should be open with each other. It's about that time. Like, you know, why haven't you been? And you should. You have had no trouble telling me everything. And, you know, believe it or not, this is probably the deepest conversation that I've had about this. Really? About all these top. Yeah. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had conversations with different people, but it's more like a the conversation is a hit and miss type thing. It, right. You know, one day you're having a, a decent conversation and the next day the person that's, you know, talking about something else or there's just not enough attention on it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I, like I said, one of the things that I lack is that I don't have anyone that I can just open up to and tell my friend, hey, bro, you know, blah, 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 blah. I had yep. that one friend that, yeah. that was into that. He moved. And it, it, it's just, it, like I said, this is the, the most I've opened up. And it took me a while to to even subscribe to. I subscribed to your YouTube and I listened to all the stories. And I said, "Man, there's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can I can be one of these people that get on there. And yeah. even even in the, when I when I first you know considered doing this, I said, "No, you know what? What if somebody hears me? And then I always hear your podcast. I change the voices. Okay, totally. change my voice. Let, let let's do this. You mm-hmm. know and and I said, you know what? Let me do it. Let me wake up, and I'm, in, uh, you know, I'm in a time difference where I'm earlier than you. I said, you know, what? I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to have this conversation today. So, I think by having the conversation now, it allows me to be more open. Yes, that's what I was thinking when you were saying it. That do. this was like your practice, like the fact that yeah, this you. Is, this is the test run. Yeah, the fact that you decided to cross that line and call in and do it here means that you're ready to do it there. And I think that that's really major. Like it's pivotal for you. And I think that that's great. Yeah. I think I had to make this step in order to, like I said, make there's no step. other excuse. Yeah. I'm an overthinker. Yeah. You know, plain and simple. There's a lot of people out there like that. I'm like that. Um, I overthink. I'm an overthinker. But you have to just create the action. You know, you have to just act. And I do think that, like you said, you subscribed to my YouTube and like you were thinking it through. Like I could maybe do, you know, you were overthinking this too, but then you did it. And I think that that means that you're ready to do that. Right? You're finally doing yeah. something about it. And I think that, you know, I'm going to tell you. Okay, Mark, that you need to go start having those conversations and then call back in and tell me what happened. And I give you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. A month, two months. Get that going, because I really believe that by the end of this year, you will have had a lot of a lot more stories with her. You just need to, you know, start because you already did. I mean, you already did. Okay, you already have started with her. You just didn't continue, and but and now you need yeah. to, and it's time. I started and I stopped. So I think, yeah, well, I think you're right. I agree with you 100 percent that I need to. You got pretty just far. Dive in and say, yeah, yeah. you got dive pretty far. In and just say, hey, this is this is what it is, and you know, go from there. 
Yeah, and now listen, anyone listening on YouTube, post in the comments. Give Mark your, you know, your two cents of how he could, you know, have those conversations. Let's help Mark have those conversations. You'll see people will be giving you some advice. But listen, I think you're there already. You just got to do it and you know it. And I think you're already at that point that it's going to happen. So I want to know when it does and then we'll have you back on. You got it. Okay. Thanks so much for calling in. It was all super right. interesting, all your stories. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your day for the call. No, I love it. It was a great combo. So anyway, thank you so much for calling in and do your homework and get back to me. You got it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. Bye. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly